We're still here. Right. Okay, great. Yay. All right. So now, Yay. to sync up, we do counting. And this, uh, the t- five people, this will be fun. So what we're going to do is I will say one, then Christina will say two, then Aaron, Morgan, Ray. And we are going to count up to ten. Does that make sense? Wait, when do I count? Ray, you'll be five and ten. That wasn't Jenna me. was saying. No, no, that, that, yeah, it's Jenna, not Ray. I'm so sorry. I was looking at the wrong. I'm putting numbers in chat. Give me two okay, seconds. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. Putting Post numbers in chat. That'd be a little easier. That, yeah. Okay. God, we uh, the fun story from behind the scenes with binary break. We have apparently uh disregarded counting numbers entirely now, and I feel strangely unmoored when we start recordings. <laughs> Claire's like, oh, it's fine. I just sync everyone. I sync our audio based on when everyone introduces themselves and their characters. And I'm like, I feel naked. I, wow. I don't know if I could ever do that. Same. Like, I'm glad Claire found something that works for her. Yeah. Could never be me, though. Mm-hmm. I'm in podcast The Clap, and I still don't understand how the clap works. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I mean... Clapping for podcasts, not the clap. I know how the clap works. I don't. I've, I've never clapped before in my life. I don't understand a single clap. I think I've only <laughs> I've only done world clock and then clap. And Hal's work is is varied, but it works fine usually. <laughs> I think I've done both. I did when I was podcasting. I was do. I remember doing the counting. I think the idea with the clap is that everyone just claps, and then there's a huge spike on their waveform, and you you line the spike up. Yeah. Sure, but it's the clap has never been in sync when I've clapped before, so. <laughs> okay, but no, we're not, because we're not clapping, we're counting, so let's start counting. Ready? Yes. Ready. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Awesome. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now As we riff the show Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out Why we love the show Better grab your golden stars and slushies Cause you're listening You're listening To loser like me Loser like me Hello, everybody, and welcome to Loser Like Me, a podcast that is occasionally about Glee and is still allowed to be now that the strike is over, but we already had this in motion when that happens. We decide, let's do a little bit more bonus stuff before we get back to the mothership. So me and Christina decided, hey, what if we did a tabletop game? (laughs) (laughs) And we brought in some co-conspirators. Christina, everyone already knows you. Yes. Hi, I'm Christina. My pronouns are she, her. I'm, I'm Tanner, my pronouns are still they, them, and let's intru- have everyone else introduce themselves. Uh, hi, my name is Jenna, my pronouns are she, her. I have not watched Glee, did start listening to the podcast, still not sure if this is a real show, though. It's the Goncharov of television, obviously. Oh my god, we cannot get into Goncharov. <laughs> oh, uh, hi, I'm Morgan, my pronouns are she, her, and I have never watched Glee, and I don't think I can. Fair. <laughs> We watch Glee, so you don't have to. Exactly. Yeah, I'll listen to a podcast by Glee, but I don't think I don't think I have it in me. So, thank you for your service, both of you. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ray. My pronouns are also she/her, and I have watched a video where someone watched the first episode of Glee. 
And we are here today to play the game Eidolon Become Your Best Self, as popularized by the podcast hosted by the creators of the game, Eidolon Playtest. Previous guest of the show, Fabi Garza, is from that. And so we want to give a shout out and a thank you to them for making a cool game for us to play. And hey, let's just jump into it. Yeah. Oh shit, I gotta come up with a character for this. <laughs> <laughs> Do your intro, I'll come up with it in the meantime. <laughs> we begin our story on a school day like any other. We're in the town of Sieva, Ohio, at the prestigious Holden Academy Public School. Here, you can learn whatever you need to to be successful in the world. It teaches STEM, it teaches literature, it forces you to take gym class, but the thing that Holden Academy is most known for is its competitive show choir, the Canary Crooners. The Crooners are the hottest show choir in the state of Ohio, and anyone who is counted among their ranks is just filled with honor and gratitude at being able to say that they were a crooner, even if some of them technically don't actually perform that much. See, in order to uphold the reputation of the show choir, the choir director, Mr. Bill Cobbler, has made sure that only the best of the best are able to perform, and everyone else just kind of stands in the background and sways. And hey, let's go meet some of these background kids right now. Who wants to go first? I'll do it. Uh, I think character-wise, I should go last. <laughs> I think everyone just volunteered immediately. <laughs> I think we should go in order of how quickly you would notice the person, oh, which well, I think okay. means Dolly, then Min, then Anna, then Lexi. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I know well, Lexi yeah. would be last because she's the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um. All right. I'll introduce Dolly then. You see a, I guess the only way to put it is you see at first glance looks like a ghost from like a medieval castle. But then you realize, oh, no, that's a normal person. Dolly is on a shorter side. Uh, she's a black girl with long black hair with some white streaks in it. And she dresses in a romantic goth fashion. So, like, a lot of, like, long flowing skirts and, ve- like, very much the kind of thing no one should be wearing to high school. Not because, like, dress code, but just because, like, it's a lot. Um, and she has a parasol, even though they're indoors. And what are you up to right now? I think, oh, we're not allowed to... Are we, we're like currently in the place where they sing or are we just on the sideline? Well, it's wherever you want to be right now. It's just the middle of a normal school day. Oh, okay. Then, oh, we're not, yeah, we're not doing the pitch perfect cold open in the middle of a performance. Okay, great. All right. I just did check. I think at that point then, I think Dolly's probably standing in a deeply inconveniencing place in the hallway reading. (laughs) So like, not quite in the middle of the hallway to be in everyone's way, but because of the size of like her parasol and everything is totally a little bit in everyone's way and has like a book and is currently reading it while also darting up to look around at everyone else every so often. And as you're darting around, you accidentally bump into someone. The player character or? Uh, NPC. Ah. Oh, who do I bump into? Okay. I think as she bumps into, I think there's like no outward reaction. She just looks at the person. And the person looks back at you. It is a blonde girl in a cheerleading uniform with like, really curly hair, and just a scowl on her face. And you recognize this girl. This is, in fact, the head cheerleader. Queer Fabray. No, that's too on the nose. This is... Am I wrong? This is Lacey Franz. That's Lacey not... Christian. <laughs> there we go. It's Lacey <laughs> Christian. Okay. Um, watch where you're standing. No. 
<laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> no. But you're standing right in the middle of the hallway. It's like a, a traffic violation or something. You could walk around me. Uh, uh, how dare you tell me where to walk? I think Nali like closes the book and then also closes the umbrella. It just gets a little closer. You could walk around me or say, excuse me. Are you trying to threaten her? I think, not yet. I think she's just putting down facts of what could have been done. Okay. Just like, not yet. She's close, but like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, sorry for bumping into you. Uh, see you at choir practice. And she skitters off. I think she like gives a nod and then gets a little bit less out of the, like a little bit like further away from being in the way of people. She's like, not going to be mean. She's going to take advantage. Like, I am the way. I'm sorry. But just won't apologize and just moves back a little. All right. And as Lacey runs down the hallway, the camera will follow her until it lands on another character. Uh, so the next character that it lands on is someone who stands out for how much she is obviously trying not to stand out. Min Holden <sighs> is standing with the rest of the photography club, but just a little bit out of the circle of people. She stands out mostly because she is at least a head taller than all of the other girls and a little bit taller than most of the guys who are in the photography club. But the way that she dresses and keeps herself just screams, please don't look at me. Loose clothes and (laughs) jackets that cover up what little figure she has, shoulder length brown hair that's like clean but not like styled, and... Complexion that can best be described as milky are what define (laughs) this girl who is just standing a little bit outside of the group that she, outside of even the group where she finds herself the most comfortable. Interjecting every once in a while with an observation related to the conversation, but never really driving it. Yeah, and you you probably notice, like, even as you voice these little interjections most of them aren't noticed by the group at large most people are gathered around the person who is the head of the photography club archie (laughs) andrews (laughs) i no i was trying so hard not to say that (laughs) it's archie yeager but he is a redhead kid in a wheelchair and he has one of those big fancy fit cameras with like the flash bulb on top and in fact, he even has a page boy cap and <laughs> he's just going over the like the assignments for the week. Like, OK, and you, I want you to get some good still lifes and you we need to actually uh, collaborate with the AV club so we can get some B-roll for the uh, highlight reel for the school's news segment. Somebody needs to get pictures of the football team because their big game is coming up this weekend. Um, to, to anyone, does anyone want to volunteer for the football spot? <sighs> football practices at the same time as Glee Club, so I can't do it. <laughs> really? You're... I didn't even know that you were in the Glee Club. Yeah, I am, technically. And the teacher said that if I miss another practice, I won't be anymore. <laughs> wow, that's a major bummer. I mean, uh, technically in our rules ledger, it says that if you don't submit photographies every week, then you're out of the photography club too. But uh, I feel like I can't enforce that with you or I'd be a hard ass. I mean, I have plenty of pictures. I can maybe... uh, 
I can maybe try to figure it out. We usually don't practice for quite as long as the footballsmen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know what? Maybe, I know my friend Bethany is in club, so maybe she can put a good word for you in with the teacher. I hear he's kind of a pushover, so like, I know, maybe if one of the singers talks to him, he'll be able to give you some leeway. Yeah. Maybe. Alright, just, uh, you know, text me when you think of something, or when you have an answer. Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. I mean, like I said, I've got plenty of photos regardless, but... <sighs> okay, well, you know what, just send me what you have after school, and we'll see if we can work something out. Yeah, that sounds great, thanks. Yeah. And on that awkward note, we'll head over to... I know we originally said Anna, but let's head over to Lexi first. Or Lexi next. Okay. So Lexi, I think she is currently at her locker. So Lexi, she's about like 5'8 and usually kind of slouches to try to look smaller. She has shortish hair, like kind of like little out trees. Like it's kind of like, like it's in the process of growing out. Like, it like, kind of looks kind of, like, messy. Like, she clearly doesn't really know how to style it just yet. And she has, like, a hoodie on that's kind of like a plain hoodie. And then kind of like a plain skirt and just, like, but, like, kind of, like, wearing sweats under it. Like, trying not to stand out. The only bit that, like, really stands out is she does, is, like, she does have a beret that has, like, kind of, like, a little kind of cute star on it. And so she's, right now, she's, like, trying in the locker, like, trying to swap out books, kind of, like probably trying to like do too many books at once and like they're all too big and she's trying to do them and like not drop papers and is kind of failing at it i'm actually gonna say that that you do fail and you spill some stuff out on the floor oh yes and as you're trying to pick it up someone else comes over to help you oh uh hello uh probably just looking up startled like oh uh hi uh and she just awkward doesn't quite know how to respond uh hello <laughs> do i and, know you and you you find that you have to actually look up quite a bit, because even crouched over, this man is like seven feet tall, an absolute blockhead with a baby face, and you recognize this guy, because this is the star quarterback. This is... Everett Davidson? I was going to say Jacob Sharkby. Oh no, we shouldn't do that, for reasons that'll be revealed later. <laughs> this is this is Jacob Waverly. Oh no, it, it's fine, I just, you know, didn't want you to spill all your stuff all over. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Jacob, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I know your name. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, oh, oh, right, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Lexi, uh, just kind of hold out, try, goes to hold out her hands, loses a bit more papers and has to try to try to get them all. Before she loses he, he like, them. reaches out to catch them, but they, so they, he also starts dropping the stuff that he'd picked up for you. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm sorry, I'm kind of a klutz. Oh, uh, yeah. Me too. It's, uh... Oh, th- th- thank you. Yeah, I-, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, y- you know, I haven't seen you around before, but, like, would you like to join the show choir? Oh, uh... Like, yeah, probably just kind of starts kind of, like, fiddling with her hair. Like, I-, I would like to. I haven't sung in a while. I'm worried I'm not too good at it, kind of looking away. Oh, that's okay. I'm I'm not really that great either. Uh... The, you know, the, the choir director, Mr. Cobbler, he just kind of put me in there to make it seem cooler. Because, like, everyone talks about how cool the Canary Crooners are, but, like, I think the only reason they get 
donations from alumni is because people think the football team is involved and it's really just like me and one other guy i i i i guess i can try do they have auditions or uh you know what i'll put in a good word for you uh next time i see mr cobbler and i'll sure he'll let you join him oh oh thank you like that's that's so very nice of you just kind of like putting our like hands together yeah I, in fact you know what we we do have like a meeting tonight, so, like, af- right after school, so if you come by the choir room, you could even audition then, I bet. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it, like, getting getting a bit more animated as she gets into it. Nice, I'll see you there. Oh, and, and by the way, that that's a cute star. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> kind of flushes a bit. And he walks off. You, if, if you watch him leave, you do notice that he kind of trips over his own feet as he goes around a corner. <laughs> uh, Careful! Uh, it's okay, it happens all the time. Okay, I, I think that's a good end scene for, for Lexi. Alright, so then we'll go ahead to the choir room itself, where we'll see our last player character. Uh, and Anna is in the choir room, but she is not in the main choir room. She is in the separate, like, office space they have attached to the choir room, where she is furiously printing off totally legal copies of the mashup sheet music for today which is uh, a mashup between gravity by sarah Bareilles and rocket man by elton john <laughs> <laughs> and just as things start printing out somebody snatches the sheet music out from your hands hey oh oh no this this can't be right these these notes are just not in my register you're gonna have to reprint them how do i get my does it sound kind of nasal to y'all? No, I'm not going to do a nasal voice. That would that would kill me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but this this is the key that Mr. Cobbler told me to make copies of. So this is the key that we're going to be getting copies of. Oh, oh, Anna, if I may, just just let you understand. You need to understand that I, Leah Ferns, am the star of the Canary Crooners, and if I'm not singing this song in my proper register then we're not going to make it to regionals. I know, Leah. You've said that every single day this school year. Well, clearly... No one is saying that you don't have talent. Who said I don't have talent? No one. No one is saying that. Everyone knows that you are talented. I am just here doing what Mr. Cobbler... He didn't ask me to do, but he said someone needs to make copies, and he looked at me, and so everyone knows that means that I make the copies. Fine. Well, you know what? Here's what we need to do. You... Need to go get me a decaf non-fat mocha latte. I'm gonna go find one of my pet gays and find out who's been telling people <laughs> to print songs in the wrong key. And then when you get back here, we'll get this all sorted out. Fine. But Anna snatches the sheet music back and puts it back on the printer so it can keep printing out copies and not just blank sheets of paper. And she doesn't storm out, but she does flee the vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and so we'll fast forward a little bit as... The four of you are reconvening at the club. Lexi for the first time, Anna with coffee. And you'll all conveniently get there just outside the doors at the same time. I, I kind of want to say, like, Anna almost runs into someone. Oh, t- oh, who's the funniest person we'd run into? I mean, if we're talking the most awkward, it is it would definitely be Lexi. So I, I'll take that bullet if necessary. <laughs> so uh, then as uh, Anna is frantically running up with Leah's... Uh, decaf non-fat mocha latte uh anna barely notices lexi in front of her and does like a does like a matrix style like pivot <laughs> to avoid running into you 
Okay, I am gonna have you draw for that. <laughs> what is your elegance? Elegance is actually three. Oh, All right. okay. So we're going to draw one, two, three. We got strength, the high priestess, and the lovers. So, actually, this is a good time to talk to the listeners at home. Eidolon Become Your Best Self resolves its moves with tarot cards. Just the major arcana. And so let me track down where my cheat sheet go. But the number in the stat is how many cards you get to draw, and then each card has a specific meaning, and they can be positive, mm-hmm. negative, or neutral. So let's see. Once again, we got Strength, which is positive. You triumph through force. Uh, the High Priestess, which is neutral. The Supernatural acts through you. And The Lovers, which is neutral. You are faced with two paths. Okay. And how does this work, Tanner? You pick which one you want to use, and that one goes into the discard pile and won't come up again until the rest of the cards are gone through. Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll say the High Priestess. I think that sounds... Letting the supernatural act through me sounds interesting. All right. So, yeah, that's what happens is... You, you do do actually what you wanted to say before, which is you see Lexi just in time and you do like a Matrix style... And kind of dive around her and manage to stand back up on the other side of her without spilling a drop. Sorry. Oh gosh, that was... Sorry. No, so- I'm and sorry the- for getting in the way. Um, are you okay? And Yeah, I'm fine. I just gotta- I gotta get this to Leah before she yells at me again. Oh, oh, okay, uh, do you need me to get the door for you, or- That'd be great, thanks. Okay. Anna is very, <laughs> kind of like, shifting from foot to foot, like, Oh god, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> By which I mean I have to deliver this coffee. So yeah, Lexi, you open the door, and the two of you go through- and you see the rest of the show choir in there, except they are all statues. Anna does not drop the coffee because she's trained better than that. I think Dolly walks in at this point and goes, is this like a bit? Like, is this like a stage thing? The- what? 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 Anna, you worked really hard. Did you make all these statues? What? No. Uh, man who is behind Dolly ducks down to see under her para- under Dolly's parasol, which is just held perfectly at Min's head level. So if she's <laughs> ever around Dolly, she just can't see anything. And she she mutters under her breath, "What the hell? Oh, oh God! Oh God! I'm I'm sorry. I'm new here. Is this normal? No." <laughs> I think Dolly's going over and she's starting to mess with one of the statues. It's like, hmm. Wow. Why? What happened? Anna's in is also walking around all of the statues, but still holding on to the coffee. And if if Leah is there, she's just going to like put the coffee in Leah's hand like you put a cup of coffee in a cup holder in your car. First off is that Leah is not there, actually. Uh, if you're looking around, you... Anna, specifically, since she probably knows most of the members, you'll notice that there are a few people missing. Also, the general expression is, these aren't, like, everyone standing stock still. It's, like, looks of surprise and some looks of fear in these statues. Okay, so it's not like they were instantly statuified in the middle of an action. It's like they saw something and then turned into statues. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My question was, is the teacher... A statue? No, the teacher is one of the people you don't see. Ah. Oh, yeah, who else? Who all is missing, Tanner? It is. And I can pull for this if you would like me to. It's. Well, I say I do, as if I have tarot cards. It's Lacey Christian, the head cheerleader. 
and her two best friends. It's the characters we have already interacted with who have names. It's it's mostly characters you interact with. Okay, it's Lacey Christian, head cheerleader. You also don't see either of her two best friends, uh, Tracy... Gracie? So we have Lacey, Tracy, and Gracie. Lacey, Christian, Tracy, Hebrew, and... <laughs> I don't know if there's a way we can come up with the last name for that. Uh, Gracie Chinto. <laughs> Alright, so you said Tracy and what's the last one? Sorry, okay. It's it's Lacey Christian, Tracy Cruz, and Macy uh, Leon. It's pretty good. You're also missing Jacob Waverly, Leah Ferns, as mentioned, and also Bethany Vance, who was not met, but that was the character that Archie mentioned. Hmm. Okay. I think Value Music goes, I think they all got cursed. Wh- what? I think they got cursed. This is... Oh no, this is terrible. How are we going to get to regionals if everyone's made out of stone? That's what you're worried about. Yes! There could be a Medusa or a Gorgon around, and you're worried about regionals. Yes? Well, actually, Medusa is a Gorgon, so saying or doesn't work. Never mind. (laughs) I thought he doesn't glare, but just looks very hard at men. Just... I haven't auditioned yet. Should I go while you figure this out? No, this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to look into the supernatural. Why would you go? Speaking of supernatural, has anyone noticed that door that normally isn't here? What? What? (laughs) You all look where Min is pointing, and yeah, there's a door just embedded in the middle of the wall where no door should be. It's kind of like half of it is over the whiteboard, and so it looks like it was just kind of like plugged in there randomly. And it's, yeah, this like really old looking stone door. As everyone else turns to notice, they see a flash in their peripheral vision as Min takes a picture. Oh no, there was a certificate on that wall. Is is this the time for this, Min? Yes. Look, I know how this is going. I know that we're going to go into the door, and if we die in there, at least people will be able to see what happened. What? We're going to die? Are you sure about that? Because I think if we- what if we go in there and we never ever get seen again? That's- that's also pretty neat. Oh, God. My camera, up, it up, it uploads to the cloud. So, like, any pictures I take, <laughs> they get sent back to it. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. I'm worrying about it. I'm worrying about it a lot. Stop. Wor- Mr. What was Cobbler is going to be so mad about all of this. <laughs> I'm used to Mr. Cobbler being mad at me. Oh, Anna, you have to get your, like, priorities straight soon. Uh, as you guys are discussing this, you hear a bonking noise that sounds like someone kind of just slamming random keys in a piano. Is there a piano in here? There is. It's a choir room. Of course there's a piano. Is it coming from the piano or is it coming from behind the door? It, no, it's coming from the piano. And you can okay. see like ran- random keys getting pressed down as the top of it starts shaking. Oh boy, there's ghosts now. <laughs> Anna will cautiously investigate. Oh no, and we just had this tuned last week. Are you going to open it up? Very, very cautiously. Okay, so you slowly open the top of the piano, and once it's open, the top just slams open, and a man who looks like, he looks like he's trying to be younger than he is, and he's got really distressingly tightly packed curly hair. 
and a very pale complexion, even more so now because he seems so scared. He just sits straight up and looks around in terror. Uh, he's dressed in Levi jeans and a plaid shirt with a sweater vest. Matthew Morrison? No, it's it's your completely unrelated choir teacher, Mr. Bill Cobbler. Mr. Cobbler? <sighs> what, what, why are you in the piano? Oh my gosh, Anna, Anna, Dolly, uh, Min, other girl, I was hiding. Her name's Lexi. <sighs> Okay, Lexi, it's a pleasure. It's it's a pleasure to meet you. Oh my gosh, we were attacked. What? What happened? What happened, Mr. Cobbler? One of the other show choirs in the state challenged us to an impromptu dance battle. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said yes? Well, of course. If someone asks you to have a dance battle, you say yes. All what, right. What When was this what happened? How did you get in the piano? It was just before choir practice was supposed to start. And as he says this, he's like slowly coming out of the piano and it keeps going bonk, bonk, bonk until he gets out. <laughs> I, t- Tanner, I forgot to clarify. I forgot to ask to clarify. Is this a grand piano or is this an upright piano? Tanner doesn't know pianos. <laughs> Tanner is definitely viewing a grand piano in their mind. Okay, thank you. Upright piano is the... It's the one that is just kind of like a big box set upright. That's usually made out of wood. Oh yeah, I'm not Grand sure. Grand piano has is the black one that's fancy right. that they have in Glee. I don't think a human would fit inside an upright piano. The oh, would be there funny. are some big upright pianos, but there are. But yes, good to know it's a grand piano. It was like five minutes before uh, show choir rehearsal started, and the door. Till the undertow opened, and we were challenged by one of the other show choirs. Wait, wait, you just said a the, word uh, that we used to The undertow? The what? Oh, that's right. What's the undertow? So, Isn't that the... Vi- Never mind. So, the four of you probably don't know this, because you're not involved in the true show choir tournaments of America. But being in a glee club is more than just singing and dancing. It's also about expressing yourself, and then taking those expressions and using them to create supernatural scenarios where show choirs fight for dominance. This How hard did they hit you? Did they hit you when you got on the piano or? I, no, this I isn't... hid in there myself. That's why I didn't get turned into stone. But I'm, I, I do so much to help and I didn't know about this. And you, and I appreciate your help so much, but I couldn't tell you about this because then you'd be distracted by it and you wouldn't be able to do important things like photocopy or get Leah her coffees. <laughs> yeah, where is she? Because I I did get her coffee, and this is gonna go. It's gonna go cold, and I don't want to give her a cold coffee. That seems bad. Well, that's just the thing. Whoever did this, while they turned almost everyone else into stone, they took some of our best performers and took them with them into the undertow. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're using some sort of scheme to steal their talent for themselves. Well, they stole Leah. There's not a lot of talent to steal. Are you kidding? Leah's the greatest member of the show choir that I've ever seen. Not only is she the most powerful singer, but she also has an incredibly powerful idol on. Alright, you just use another word. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're going to say. Anna, Anna is deliberately not chiming in on Leah's talent or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Cobbler goes to his office, and he comes back with a little, like, very ornate-looking wooden box. So that's the other thing. When you become a true member of the show choir, you gain an Eidolon. It's a representation of your innermost self, the music that sings within your heart. And 
Us Eidolon users use them to do battle with others in order to prove which show choir reigns supreme. All those official tournaments that happen up here in the real world, they're just for show. The true battles for dominance happen in the undertow, which is this magical realm beneath the human world. Anna has set down the coffee on the surface of the piano on the closed lid, so there's no risk of it going into the keys or into the inner workings of the piano. I'm not that bad of a fixer for choir, but Anna has produced a small notepad and a pencil and is a blue, specifically a blue erasable pencil, which is what you use so that you can mark up your stuff, your your music for choir, and then erase <laughs> it cleanly at the end of the year. But she is furiously taking notes. Yes. Well, Anna, I never introduced this to you because you're always so busy. And Min, I, sorry to say, I don't, just don't think you are reliable enough to trust with an idol on. And Dolly, well, with your record, I wasn't sure if it would safe to introduce you to this level. Okay, all right. Does Mr. Cobbler actually know Anna's name? Min just told him, what, Anna's name? Do, yes, does does Mr. Cobbler know Anna's name? Cause, or is, or does, he, does he just know her as like, oh yeah, the one who the one who goes and gets coffee and makes photocopies? He does know your name, but there's probably a part of him that's like, you signed up to do photocopies and get Leah coffee. Like, you were didn't join to sing, you joined to be the gopher. Mm. Okay, good to know, thank you. Min has pulled out her cell phone and like has typed nine one and had her whole and had her thumb <laughs> over the one just like deciding whether she's going to call the cops right now. I think I think Daya looks like, hey, wait, don't do that. Don't do that. I I think I think Mr. Cobbler needs help. <laughs> I haven't technically joined the show quite yet should i still be here should i be hearing this should i go i or all three well look you, you look you're not you don't have a record like me i'm assuming and you're not she doesn't the way min is so you might be willing you might be able to get superpowers i guess okay uh what do you know should i be worried about what you know about me because i'm new i no one should know about me oh don't i watch people and it looks up from her notes and says, that's kind of creepy. And then goes back to taking notes. It is! <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. I just pay attention to other people and, like, try to figure out what their deal is. And, like, also, I volunteered to help at orientation. You know, ah. I'm a senior. Gotta do those senior things. Gotta get the good stuff on my transcript. Okay, Mr. Cobbler, what exactly is the plan now? Well, unfortunately, I can't venture in there. See, I have a nylon as well, but it's not very powerful. It only enables me to vibrate things. And then he, like, he holds his hand out, and then the piano, it just starts kind of, like, shaking back and forth. Oh, you said these things are, like, a manifestation of, like, your spirits and creativity, right? not... Yeah, see, I, I used to be known as, like, the star dancer back when I was a student at Holden Academy. That's and I think that's part of why my idol on Shaker Booty allows me to hydrate <laughs> things from a far distance. What? What? In her little notebook, Anna has has just written the words "Shake your booty," put a whole bunch of question marks, and then circled it three times. <laughs> but I think. It, it's entirely possible that between the four of you, you'll have some idolons that will help you venture into the undertow, 
keep yourselves safe and track down our missing members. Maybe even find the perpetrator and find a way to reverse, well, this. Okay. Wait, I, I, I missed, you said this, and then there was silence, and I didn't know that was for dramatic effect. Uh, I mean, like, it was for dramatic effect. Like, he's, oh, okay. he gestures at all the stone okay. students. Yeah, everyone just has, like, the typing ellipses over their heads right now. Okay, so... This seems dumb. Also, I have a question. You said there was a battle. Did you all win or lose? We lost. That's, I I, that's why they... I, well, technically... We never lose. The dance battle was going in our favor... But then they used an Eidolon out of turn and turned everyone into stone. Well, and except for the people who are missing, then they got kidnapped. And that's... I bet we could have won, but they sabotaged us. Well, if Eidolons are allowed, they didn't sabotage, they just beat me. <laughs> I knew they were technically allowed, but it was like an unwritten rule of show choir warfare. Anna is nodding like this makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, like you go in rounds, that, that, that does make sense. That is how show choir. I mean, if it's an unwritten rule, doesn't that mean that it's not technically a rule? Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about it. I feel like you're just a sore loser. I am not a sore loser. And the piano shakes more. All right, relax, vibrating Anna boy. Anna is nodding along. Like, yeah, there's a there's actually a lot of unwritten rules. Like, just in, like, regular show choir, not even all of this weird monster stuff. Like, you don't, generally speaking, like, you don't do the same song that another school did the year after. You have to wait at least at least a year after before you do another competition song from another school. Everyone always agrees that the sopranos are most important, even if it's actually the altos that carry the choir. Everyone always has to make sure that they're taking care of their throats and vocal cords, which is why we have that big supply of throat coat tea stashed in the back of the choir room. If you're sick, don't come to school. And she's exactly. just, like taking them all up on her fingers. <laughs> Anna's right about everything. Except that thing about the altos. That's false. That's, everyone knows that tenors are the real stars of the choir. Anyways, but yes. <laughs> and all of these unwritten rules were established by the founder of the American Show Choir League, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> also, isn't he a writer? Nevertheless, he's gesturing at a framed picture of Oscar Wilde that's hanging on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, question... If I go into the hole, can I skip practice one time this week to take pictures of the football team? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm in. And Lexi, if you complete this mission, then I'll give you a featured solo in a group number. <gasps> Ooh, that That's very important, Lexi. She's like, oh, well, yes, I... Again, kind of like nervously, she's whenever she gets nervous, she starts imagining just she like starts fidgeting with her hair, just like okay, I, I like that. I haven't sung for a, I I I'll do it. Wonderful, Anna and Dolly. The the same stands for you. You can you know what we could even do a oh what's it called when it's three people a trio. This is actually Tanner trying to remember the term for a three person <laughs> duet because it's a spe- specific thing. Come on, High huh. School Musical, the musical, the series. Don't fail me now. <laughs> A triet? The Virgin Glee and the Chad High School Musical, the musical, the series. A triet. It was it was like a specific weird word. <laughs> you know what? We'll edit it into the stinger when I find out in post. Yes. I think I think Dolly goes, you don't you don't really have to bribe me. You just told me I could get like weird soul powers, so Wait. That's kinda If we all get to sing, doesn't Anna get to sing too, or No. Yes, and Anna Anna can have I mean, I don't know if Anna even likes singing, but I suppose she can have a solo. 
Oh, I don't know if I necessarily need a solo, but it'd be great to just be a part of the performing choir instead of being, you know, the one who goes and gets coffee and copy sheet music and runs dry cleaning and sharpens pencils. And that, that reminds me, did you did you get the dry cleaning today? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. It's in the back office. Wonderful. Then all we need to worry about is getting the students not being stoned anymore and saving our stars. Uh, Anna is nodding along. Can we call it something other than being stoned? Because that means a different thing. <laughs> I'm not familiar with your teen slang. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that... Okay. I think Dolly's like drinking the coffee. Like, okay, so we just gotta go through the door. Hey! She's probably dead. It's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> First, you need your Eidolons. And that's where this comes in. And he uh, takes the box he was holding and he opens it up. And inside is a deck of cards. These are the tarot cards that will give you an Eidolon. Everyone draw a card and think of the song in your heart and your Eidolon will manifest. Who wants to go first? Anna or Dolly? I Dolly literally puts her finger on her nose, like not it. Because like, just in case it kills us. So go ahead. <laughs> With anything for the good of the choir, says Anna as she draws a tarot card. <laughs> And I guess, uh, focuses, and I don't know how the manifestation process works. I know in JoJo, you, like, have to get shot by a magic bullet or something, right? It, it's uh, a lot of weird ways in JoJo. There's arrows and bullets and birthrights. It's a lot of stuff. The The most consistent way is to be shot by a magic arrow. But also, the magic arrow makes your stand manifest by making you really sick. And if you overcome the sickness, you get a stand. Terrifying. Yeah. Shoot that poison arrow through my heart! <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, so what happens, Anna, you draw the card and you look at it, and it's the chariot. And as you look at it, you hear a distant melody, something that sounds a little bit like Dolly Parton. And as you do, that card glows <laughs> and kind of dissolves into speckles of light. And then it reforms into... And this is where I describe my Eidolon, right? Yes. So Anna's Eidolon manifests as a, a a figure that is, I will say, Dolly Parton-esque in proportions, very curvy, with a kind of pin with a very like sensible, practical dress, a pinstriped blazer that has kind of like three-quarter sleeves, and glasses on that have a glasses chain and a bouffant hairstyle, and notably, or, or I guess the th- the other three most notable things about this Eidolon are that their face is blank and their feet kind of dither out at the ends. And also the entire thing is chroma key green. Oh, it has, a, I also have now decided that they have a little name tag on it that says, hi, my name is nine to five. <laughs> and the rest of you see this briefly. And then for everyone else but Anna, uh, the Eidolon just kind of fades into the background. Oh, okay. Uh. That's not what I expected, but okay. I was expecting something with like a tool belt or something. Well, who who knows what song exists inside the heart, except for the person who has the heart. Who's next? All right, yeah. I, Kingdom I Hearts. I think that's like, yeah, sure. And as Diet walks over and takes the card from the top. All right. And so which card do you draw and what happens? Um, The card is death. And I think, yeah, it takes the card and like, 
little like little like shimmers of light happens and then it forms into a the figure almost looks like a mermaid but um the tail looks very much like a shark and as the body goes of the mermaid it has like a single long clawed hand with a fin on it and another hand that's just a shark head and where its face is is a just kind of a smiling mouth of shark teeth and no like eyes or anything it's just like more fins up there and hair that looks like almost like medusa but little shark heads instead of it being snakes and yeah this is her manifestation tear you apart it's just a weird scary shark mermaid thing and it's really red with like all the teeth are like this very pale pink ah Hmm. okay i mean that is very fitting for you dolly is it so it's kind of bright yes but very assertive uh min how about you yeah okay min walks up and draws her card the hierophant and from and from under the jacket that she's wearing pops out a doe a deer a female deer ray a drop of golden sun but Instead of normal face, there is an old-timey, like, instant print camera where the deer's face should be. And Min just says, huh, well, that's weird. I mean, I guess I do like Buckeyes. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I thought there were there were going to be any Ohio jokes. <laughs> I'm making the Ohio jokes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, Ray has the right. I have Only quality farm-to-table Ohio jokes. We can we can make Ohio jokes. We just can't. Just no needless dunking on Ohio. We're laughing with Ohio. Yeah, mm-hmm. but her eidolon is the littlest things, and now that she has an eidolon, one of my moves happens. Oh, oh. At, this is supposed to happen at the beginning of uptime, but at the start of every uptime. Min gets to draw three cards, and she just has those in her back pocket to play instead of whatever she she's supposed to. Nice. All right. So, so I'm guessing your gen, that three is your gen. Yeah, my genius score. Your genius. You're so smart. You drew the sun, the fool, and the moon. Neat. Thank you for taking the fool out of contention because that is my dissonant card. <laughs> the sun, the fool, and the moon. Kind of funny that I drew the sun and the moon. <laughs> it means something. I don't know what yet, but it definitely means something. All right. And Mr. Cobbler next holds the box out to Lexi. Lexi, consider this your audition. Well, okay. I, it it probably won't be. It probably won't be. I, I wouldn't expect much. I wouldn't be. It probably won't be that. And like, she picks it up, reveals the Empress, and then there is a massive flash of light. And then there appears that there's like 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 a woman with like long flowing uh, blue hair that has like one of those like uh, in in a very regal outfit, but by way of like a Japanese idol. So like it ha- like the crown is like one of those like off center crowns that you always see, kind of like po- big poofy sleeves, and like the skirt is like one of those like weird half skirts. And she has a microphone stand that is topped with a crown and ends with an axe blade at the bottom, and like where. The face is mostly blank, but then, like, where the where the eyes would be, there would be stars, and it's just, like, constant, like, bin, like pinverse of starlight behind her as uh, Stellar Stellar is revealed. And everyone here is blown away. <laughs> I think Dolly does, like, a little golf clap. Anna points at Lexi and Stellar Stellar and says, she gets the solo. <laughs> she gets my solo. 
Wow, what a powerful Eidolon. You must truly have a powerful heart within yourself. Oh, I, me? I... Maybe I never thought of it and just kind of, like, looks kind of sheepish. Well, it looks like the four of you are as ready as you'll ever be. So I guess the only thing left to do is to venture into the undertow and find our missing classmates. He goes over and he opens up the door. And behind the door, it seems almost banal because it's just another school hallway. But now that the four of you have unlocked your Eidolons, something just feels not off, but different about what lays beyond the door. Uh... Oh, Mr. Cobb, I have one more question. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, just rough estimate of oh, no, us dying doing this? Like, what's the chances? I've never seen Did anyone die. die. I've, okay. I've never seen anyone die during the American Show Choir Eidolon battles. Okay, that's... Alright. Then again, I've never seen anyone get turned to stone either, and who knows if that counts as the next form of death. Okay, there you go. That's All not right. really helping, Mr. Cobbler. Let's let's say it this way. I'm very confident that any grievous harm that could happen to you is fully reversible. Great. And nothing traumatic ever ever happens in show choir. Anna says nothing but looks dubious. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ladies, break a leg! I guess we can go into the scary normal, not normal hallway. Into the unknown! So you enter the hallway, and he closes the door behind you. And now you're in the undertow, and now that you're there, you can tell that there's weirdness going on here. For one, it's a school hallway, but it doesn't just go straight up and down. It curves, and you can see it splitting in directions. And you can also hear stuff in the background. Some of it is just the normal background noise that you would hear in school usually, but you also hear, like, bird noises. And sometimes you can hear people yelling and, like... Sounds that you'd hear in a forest. You can also, like, in the distance, hear various discordant music being played. Hmm. Okay. So, if we're looking for another show choir, we need to look for... We need to be looking for big, open spaces. Like, stages. Or auditoriums. Or ca- or cafeterias. Or, like, a like an outside amphitheater. Just a place where they can, like, be together singing. Or, like, just genuinely annoying. A place where you can have, where you can be the center of attention. Okay. So, hmm. You said this place is like really like has a weird vibe to it, right? Yeah, like not, it's not wrongness, but just you can tell that this is a, a special kind of place. It's like there's something in the air that everything is turned up to 11. Okay. I'm tempted to say that like, look, look, Dolly's a goth in an alternate universe. This is kind of like a dream. Mm-hmm. Can she like vibe out what's going like like what's the energy like what like what kind of off settling energy is there's a lot of off settling energy out there you know okay so this this is pretty much the exact move dredge the undertow okay mm-hmm. I think just like like Dolly definitely like reaches their bag and pulls out a single long black candle and lights it <laughs> nice where what what we can't have lighters in school what are you a cop I mean no I'm just around a lot of sheet music. And it's very flammable. Are we even- does this even count as being in school? I'm not thinking about that right now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Lexi's right, we're probably skipping. Oh no. She said that just to make Anna anxious to know the reason. <laughs> oh yeah, we're definitely skipping school right now. Uh, I mean, no, this is school. And Min just starts pointing out what all of the weird areas are corresponding to where they actually are in the school. It's like different, but like it's still school. But yeah, uh, 
I guess I'll dredge the Undertale, which is, I guess I use my, my biz is three. All right. And with Dredge the Undertow, you treat every member of your party's resonant card that you draw as a positive and all the dissonant cards as a negative. So we've got the Hermit, Justice, and the Devil. Okay. Were any of those any of y'all's resonant cards? The Hermit is Lexi's dissonant card. Yep. Hermit, Justice, and the Devil. Neither of my key cards were, were pulled. And I don't think anyone had Justice as one of the cards. So no. it's a neutral and two negatives. Oof. Uh-oh. Now remember, when you play a card, it's removed from the deck until all the other cards are played. So you could burn a negative card now to get rid of it, or you could use a neutral card if you still want something that's not bad. See, I think the, the negative of the devil makes a lot of sense and seems fun. You get what you want at a price you can't afford? Yeah. So yeah, I'll go with the devil. Yeah, so just lights, pulls the candle out, lights it. Tries to get a general vibe on this place. So yeah, you light the candle, and then there's like, all the ambient noise seems to leave for a moment. And then all of a sudden, one of the lockers next to you bursts open, and a creature launches itself at you. Ah! Oh, okay, what does this creature look like? Oh. It looks like a woman covered entirely in scales... She has a long serpentine tail with a rattle at the end and a big hooded cobra head and long sharp claws that are dripping something like dark green that sizzles as it drips on the ground. Is this toxic? No. That girl is <laughs> Oh my god, Tanner. <laughs> okay, uh, she just jumps at me? Okay. Oh no, that's so scary. I guess I guess Dai's gonna try to like you know I don't have Dai. Dai's gonna try to like elbow this weird thing in the face as it comes at her, like falling back and trying to hit it in the face with like an elbow. All right, that is going to be a scrap roll. And are you scrapping with yourself or with your eidolon? Oh, I think she's not scrapping with her eidolon yet. I think this is she knows just punching things, so not yet. So yeah, so just self. Right. Oh, and also uh, because you played a negative card while dredging the undertow, that ticks the phantom clock. I did. I did that. Oh, I perfect. Took the Thank you. Clock for us. Thank you for that, Christina. Uh, okay, yeah, so Dolly, you're doing scrap. Yes. So, what is your pal? Two. All right. The magician and the chariot. So either you achieve the impossible or you exceed your own limits. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with the magician. All right. So describe to me how you achieve the impossible. I think the snake comes at Dolly, and Dolly's first reaction is like, oh, shit, it's a snake. Like, oh, wait, no, this is human-shaped. I know how to deal with a human-shaped person. And she goes for, like, a headlock as it's diving at her. <laughs> and, you know, that's smart, because you're supposed to grab snakes right behind the head anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, you get her, and it just, like, starts writhing. <laughs> Even Terrier Part is, like, looking impressed. Like, it doesn't say anything, but it's got a hand to it. So it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> And then someone else pops their head out of the locker. It's uh, an Asian guy, and he looks around and is like, Hey, how'd you put my Eidolon in a headlock? Ah! <laughs> well, can you make it stop so I can let go? Like, she's holding the headlock really tight. I'll let it go if you let my friends go. Okay, I don't- What? Well, aren't you the people who snuck into my school's choir room and turned everyone into statues? No. We're here because- It's because someone turned most of the Canary Crooners- into statues and then kidnapped everyone else except for us. Oh. Oh, if you guys were with the Canary Crooners, 
then I should definitely take you out. It'll make the competition so much easier. No! <laughs> Can Min, like, dig deep in her brain and see if she remembers this guy from her previous year of being in the Glee Club, in the crooners? Uh, sure. Let me... Which move would this be? I'm checking. I feel like this would be an investigate. Yes, when you carefully study a person or situation to glean new information you're investigating, you can draw Jen, and for each card you draw, play it and ask one of the questions below. I answer based on the polarity. And Min has three genius. All right. So, the star, temperance, and death. Star, temperance, and death. Okay, I... So I get to ask three of these questions, and I associate one of the... I associate one of the things with each question. Yeah. And death and temperance are neutral, the star is positive. So I think the the most obvious one is to play the star on what's hidden here, because that's the thing that Min would, like, be trying to dig up. Just like, hey, what's weird about this situation? Besides the Eidolons. <laughs> Besides all that, yeah. And the star is a new path reveals itself. So what's hidden here is that the, the the new path that reveals itself actually is that if you look past this guy through the locker that he's halfway sticking out of, you can see that there are like is more school layout behind him, but it's clearly a different school. And uh. so if you were connecting those two dots, you're guessing that like not only does this undertow have, feel like an expansion of your own school, but it must connect a whole bunch of schools. Uh, we're at every school. This is the worst thing that could possibly happen. And also, like, this has happened to more than one show choir. It's not just the Canary Crooners of Holden Academy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I slightly twist one of these questions? Uh, from what weakness can I exploit to what weakness can Dolly exploit with death because she's the one in the scrap? Yeah, that makes Ooh. sense. Something ends and something else begins. The weakness you can exploit, again, as you're looking around, you realize that you're way more in the open than you guys would realize, which means there's probably other Eidolon users around who could inter not necessarily intervene on your behalf, but definitely... Interfere. Yeah, interfere. That's the word I was looking for. Whether they'll help us or not, that's a different story. What was my third card? Temperance. Temperance. Which is, you are met with an equal and opposite reaction. I guess the other question to ask would be, what poses the biggest threat? Is this guy actually a threat? Because his Eidolon did just get put into a headlock by a mostly normal girl. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest threat actually is right behind you! Of course. Oh no! How do you respond to that realization that there's something coming up behind you? I mean, I think Min just turns around as fast as she can and takes a photo to try to dazzle whatever it is with her flash. As she does so, the camera on the littlest things' face also flashes. Okay, so this isn't going to be the dazzle move, but it is just like, yeah, going pchow at it. And you do see an ethereal figure wearing a gas mask, but otherwise dressed in a flight attendant's uniform. Hmm. And it's racing at you from one of the other lockers. Oh, that's not good. Well, Dolly, you've got the snake lady. I believe in you. Uh, everyone else? 
<laughs> There's more bad guys. Oh no! <laughs> it, in a like, does the thing where like you all put your back to each other's back so you're all facing outward. No one gets inside the circle. No, no one, one gets, gets inside, inside our, our circle. circle. <laughs> no one gets inside our circle. No one gets inside. No one gets inside. God, Power Rangers. I I think that probably. I have not thought at all about how this Eidolon fights, but probably the Flash would more than just like a Flash, because I'm a very because Min is a very like stick in the background sort of person and probably wouldn't fight directly. Okay, so would you like to treat the Flash as a bombard? Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking to like actually contribute to trying to stop the thing rather than just saying to everyone hey hey there's (laughs) This, thing there's more scary stuff (laughs) all right so that is a draw with ellie and remember you've still got your yeah my my elegance is two i do also have the three things in this in stock uh sun moon and the and for your bombard move you have drawn the emperor and the empress I think that technically I do have to decide whether I'm going to use one of my stored cards before drawing, but I don't, I think that just because I don't want Min to be constantly a sad sack, I'm going to play the sun. All right. Which is a positive card. You are given cause to celebrate, and because it's a bombard move. You ignore the forecast of the card. My shot just hits perfectly. Oh, right. Still though. Yeah, the big flash emits a physical force that at least for a moment stops the thing that was trying to, that was coming at us to give us a little bit of time to uh, figure out how we're going to fight two things coming at us from opposite directions. Yeah, you let out this flash, the ethereal Eidolon like recoils and kind of flails around. The guy sticking out of the locker goes, oh, wait a second, that's toxic. She's also a really powerful performer. Poison, get her! <laughs> oh, if, if if Poison tries to move, I guess, you know, Dahlia will use her Eidolon to turn her arm that has a headlock, right? Into a shark's mouth. <laughs> so, like, her bicep and her form just becomes a mouth and just starts chomping down harder on it. And I'm not going to make you draw for that, because that's pretty much... You still you still got her. <laughs> you just starts biting into her, like... Nom, nom. Nah, 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 nah. What a terrifying image. Look, you can give up or I'm going to, like, eat your Eidolon. Uh, and when you look at the guy, he actually seems like he's in pain every time you bite down on the Eidolon. Ow! Ow! Okay! Okay, yeah, I give up. I'll go I'll go bother someone else. I feel like she's, like, narrowing her eyes and, though, like, are you full of shit? No, no, trust me, I'm... Yeah, ah, if only my friend Mike was here, he'd be able to convince you that I'm telling the truth. But no, like, I, I swear, I... Listen, I honestly, I'm punching way above my pay grade trying to take on Canary Crooner people. You guys have just been like a, a pox on the whole choir community for so long. Would Anna recognize who this is? Because I imagine she probably has a pretty decent reading on the who's who of show choirs that have competed against the Canary Crooners. I'll let you draw and investigate for this too, but I'm going to have you draw one less than your Mark Genius just because... Like, it's already kind of been investigated by Min. Okay, and I only have one genius. Or, that brings me down to only drawing one card, because my genius is two. Alright, so you're drawing the Emperor, which is you break something. Uh Uh-oh! So, you ask one of the questions, and then I apply the forecast to that question. Okay, so I I guess I will then ask, who's in control? 
the... How do I interpret this? You break something. So the who's in control of this scenario that you're picking up on is that the four of you are just thanks to your affiliation with the Canary Crooners. Uh-huh. And the thing you're breaking is this guy's confidence that he could take you on. And cool. So, like, just by you looking at him trying to get it, he sees that and he's like, uh, no, seriously, I swear, I, I won't bother you anymore. I'll, I'll go take on the Jawbreakers or something. Okay. Don't you forget it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Po- poison, let's go. Dolly? Yeah, Dolly, like, lets, like, turns her arm back to normal, let's go, and just, like, gives a little, like, if this happens again, I will eat you. <laughs> and then she slithers after her user. <laughs> There's still a scary gas mask person, though. Yeah. Actually, scary gas mask person has also left. Like, while you guys were confronting poison, toxic, just, like, flitted away down the hall and away. Clearly, like, in a way to retreat. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know how exactly I did the shark thing, but I think that's what I can do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what's... You can turn your arm into a shark? Yeah, that's wild! That's... I guess that's what your Eidolon can let you do? I... I assume you couldn't do that before? Yeah, I'm... I'm fairly certain I couldn't do it before. Yeah, if we if Dolly could have turned her arm into a shark before, we would have heard about it. Yeah. I think. Ooh, can I turn one of you guys' arms into a shark? Can I see if that works? I, maybe? Uh, and Lexi, care, like, very carefully puts out her arm. I think she, like, pokes Lexi's, like, pointer finger and turns like, a little shark head. Oh. Ha! Huh. That, that is the most terrifying <laughs> finger puppet I've ever seen. Yeah, like Lexi says, she probably turns her finger towards herself to like look at it at, at a better angle. Definitely, when she turns her finger towards herself, it starts nipping at her nose. Ow! <laughs> All right, bad. I think like she slaps the finger and turns it back to normal. Stop! Don't uh-huh. bite. Well, I guess bite in the right context. Anna looks over her shoulder where a uh, nine to five is probably like patiently standing, kind of like you know. You know how, like, in movies where it's, like, the big executive always has, like, someone standing over their shoulder looking vaguely menacing and protective? <laughs> she she looks at 9 to 5 and is like, please don't turn my hands into a shark. She moves her arm up, and it just looks like she moved her arm. Only Anna gets the sense that she's giving a thumbs up. She nods. Okay. Okay. I think if they all turned things into sharks, then the snake would have turned something. Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing everything does different. Like whatever one turned everyone to stone is probably that's probably the their like that's thing's special power. So not everyone can, but that also means we probably need to beat up that specific person if we want to turn the right. Yeah, well that just makes sense. That just seems like a good through line to follow. Oh yeah, I mean like you gotta have to, you have yeah. to beat the bad guy who does the thing to undo their powers. That's how it always works in like animes. I'm gonna say vampires, I but that know. also works. I don't watch anime. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, just like realizing she's like, uh, neither do I. <laughs> I don't believe you, but, but we should get going. I read a lot of manga. Yeah, I know. We should. We definitely should get moving. I mean, that one guy with the weird snake lady said that he was gonna avoid the canary crooners, which I guess does include us now. So hopefully, if we just tell people we're from the canary crooners, maybe people will leave us alone. So I, I guess we're trying to figure out who actually did this, because the teacher didn't say where the rival school was from, did he? No, Mr. Cobbler didn't. Yeah, no, he seemed a little, you know. Did Maiden notice, like, 
a school uniform or like a letterman jacket or something on the guy that ran away no you did not okay i guess if we find someone else who had their school we should probably ask them who did it to try to figure out who who we're actually looking for yeah it turns out i don't think it was that guy's school because he's trying to fix the same problem so mr Mm. cobbler really should have just told us which school it was Maybe we should try finding the one with the gas mask. Either they they might know more, or they could be from that school, since they were trying to attack us. Yeah. Also, it seems like our school does have a bad and good reputation, so... Okay, let's get moving. Yeah. Alright, so are you going in a particular direction, or are you looking for something specific? I think we're trying... I think we should try I, 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 to look for the one with the gas mask who just attacked us, to see if we can get any more information out of the user. It's so hard not to just say the stand user. Like, that's. This is like, that's right, but not right for this. <laughs> out, of, out of the theater, kid. Yes. Alright, so you guys are going in the direction you think the gas mask user went. N- now that you're moving again, you once again, you can hear, like, the sounds of, like, talking, drifting through the hallways, and sometimes there's fighting, sometimes there's music and animal noises. At one point, you see a rat. Just a normal rat? It's it's larger than usual, but like not in an intimidating way. It is a rodent of unusual size, is what you're saying. It, pretty much. Uh, it also has a collar on it. Oh. It's the same then. It it is. Oh, can, can I can I try to like you know talk to like just not talk to the rat but like pet the rat? Yes, I will not. You can pet the rat. Alright. <laughs> is the rat chill? Like, can I just like take the rat with us or no? The rat is chill. Uh, it lets you give it some scritches. It does some squeak, squeak, squeak. Uh, then it runs away. And it runs back. It kind of doesn't seem to stop very often. It's quite often just running here and there. Hmm. Okay. Is the rat trying to tell us to follow it, or is it just having fun? That's such a good question. How can we divine what this rat's up to? I mean, I feel like if, if anyone's going to talk to a rat, it's going to be Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> she's She's fairly spooky, so yeah, just... I guess, yeah, is the rat trying to lead us somewhere, or is it just, like, ha- having a rat all the time? It does look like it's trying to lead you somewhere, because when it does stop, it, like, looks back at you guys, and then keeps going. Okay, I'm gonna follow the rat, but also, I want to use one of my moves on the rat. Okay. Oh? When, <laughs> I'm use delayed reaction when your analog touches a valid target, um, instead of transforming it right away. I can choose to hold one, and I can spend it at any point to, tur- to activate my powers on it. It's a surprise tool that can help us later. Exactly. <laughs> at some point, this rat's going to be a shark. I don't know when, but when it feels like it's necessary. A little rat time bomb. Oh my god. Check off shark. The furriest little shark you've ever seen. But yeah, I guess we'll follow the rat. Let's follow the rat. Okay. I guess. I mean, it's much of a lead as we have right now. Yeah. Also, yeah. It's, a, it's a cool rat. Anna's just got her head on a swivel as we follow Ben the Rat. So you follow Ben the Rat... And eventually, like, as you do, you notice that the rest of the walls have changed and you feel like you're definitely in, like, a different school section of the undertow. It's not, like, a dramatic change, it's just, like, a different color scheme, how Holden Academy's walls are mostly, like, that off-white with some silver and green trim. But this school has got, like, a royal blue with some, like, more of a cream color color scheme going on. And the rat leads you into what the room says choir room. And, you know, you go in there. Not your choir room, but it certainly looks like a choir room. Okay. Okay. Being in a choir room, any choir room, has calmed Anna down by a very small amount. Any choir room in a storm. (laughs) (laughs) 
there are two things. Well, like one one thing that's two things about it you notice that are off about this room. First off is that there is another statue in here who does have that same look of ah that the others did. You don't recognize this man, but he does have like a sweater vest and a bow tie of his own. A uniform of weird choir directors. Okay. The, the, they look like a team, though. This is a team of some kind. Okay, okay. Aspiring <laughs> choir director. Pretty much. The other thing you notice is that there is, like, an old rotary phone just kind of precariously balanced in his outstretched hands. And Ben is like, just kind of running around in circles around the feet of the statue. Is this your guy? Squeak, squeak! This is Ben the Rat's guy. I can't believe I just said that. Is Ben an Eidolon? Ben nods. Okay. Eidolon is just a rat? Not, no offense. Like, you're a cool rat, but... He shrugs. So, is there any way we can talk to him? Or, I guess, maybe check... I guess, uh, you know, kind of... Maybe try to investigate him, see if there's anything we can find, or, like, with the phone. The phone does start ringing. Ah! Dolly, he's gonna answer it. Dolly puts her finger on her nose again, not it. Min picks up the phone immediately. She's like, oh, I used to have one of these in my basement. Hello? And a sandwich bursts out of the phone and hits you in the face. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Min manages to have her reflexes fire for the first time in her life and catches the <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> and just says, what? That's weird. I mean, I guess not uh, comparatively. Yeah, like, apparently it's just a strange at best. Okay, the one of these in my bedroom did not do that. I sure hope it did. What kind of sandwich is it? What? Yeah, what? What? Yeah, it is just your standard sandwich. It's Wonder Bread, <laughs> mayo, lettuce, Tiberium, arsenic. I'm sorry. What? Could you what? go back a couple steps? <laughs> what? What is Tiberium? Not good. An element? Yeah, you know, from Command and Conquer. Everyone knows Command and Conquer. <laughs> yeah, so it has a, a crystal in it? There is just an entire crystal. I... that... How did how did a sandwich come out of a telephone? Is the sandwich the eidolon of the telephone? I don't know how this works. Okay, look, look, okay, Min, hang the phone up and pick it back up again. Uh, okay. Min hangs the phone up and picks it back up again. While she's doing Another so, sandwich. She, oh, no. <laughs> she just offers the sandwich to tear you apart. Seems like a thing that the shark would eat. I think Terry Apart just gives a look, still forever smiling, and takes a sandwich and just, like, obscures it somewhere that you don't know. <laughs> what it be, but it'll be somewhere. Like, alright, so this is a sandwich phone. Okay. I'm gonna try putting in a phone number. Call 911. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. I think Dolly would kick my ass if I called 911. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can't help us right now. After you do that, Ray, I will make a roll. Okay. Or do a thing. I'm trying to think of what the funniest phone number for Min to... I think that if Min is just putting in a phone number from memory, it is just she is calling her parents. <laughs> just her childhood phone number. Eight, six, seven, five. That was the same joke as me. Ugh. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> There are only so many songs that have phone numbers in them. Oh my god, is this stand Jenny? No, it's, it is not. So you you dial oh, the man. number, it rings once, and then a voice comes on the other end. Hello? H hi, Mom? Oh, no, I'm sorry, this isn't her. Who is this? Uh, no one. 
Min hangs up the phone. The phone rings again. Oh, no. Uh, okay. What if someone else picks it up? Do we get a different kind of sandwich? I guess I could try. Go ahead, Lexi. Yeah. All right. I will pick up the phone. You pick up the phone. Another sandwich fires out. <laughs> it's a, like a Pop-Tart sandwich. So just a okay. Pop-Tart? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a blue and pink Pop-Tart between two slices of white bread. Oh. A sandwich with a sandwich in it. That's... Oh, that's cute. And the, the voice is still on the other side. Hello? Who's there? Hello? Uh, by any chance are you with a show choir? Oh, I am. I'm one of the Eidolons working for the Avoicerators. The, the who? The Avoicerators. We're the second best show choir in Ohio, but we're aiming to be number one. Do Uh-oh. you happen to be one of the Canary Crooners? Dolly's shaking her head so hard. You know, Min is also just... No! No! I've never done a show choir in my life! This is true. <laughs> Lexi, you need more confidence when you say that! Oh, you've been a bad, bad girl, Lexi. And now, it's time to make a sandwich. Uh-huh. That, that's not very intimidating sounding. Just hang up. And then two long, stark white arms emerge from the phone. They've got, like, long pointed blue nails, and each one is holding a slice of bread. And they put the bread around Lexi's head. (laughs) And then a head emerges from the phone. And it looks like... It also looks like a phone, but, like, geometrically rearranged. There's a whole bunch of, like, blue spikes sticking out of it. And, like, the dial and the receiver are all mashed together. Mm -hmm. Okay, that one I've not seen in a video game. Ah! (laughs) What are you, Lexi? I... I... She's Lexi. She is Lexi. And then she is gonna, like... Like, I am, and there's, like, I'm... She's gonna yell, I am, and there's just, like, a comparison to, like, a singer. And then she's going to kind of use, like, the the force to try to, like, get the bread out to her head and kind of just, like, you know, kind of, like, shockwave burst, like, burst out. uh, I'm not sure which move that corresponds to yet. I feel like this would be a scrap because it is close range. So you're gonna draw your pal. Okay. My pal is three. Alright. So you have the Empress, the Wheel of Fortune, and Judgment. And the Empress is your resonant card. Okay. Yeah. I'll... So you have to Hell do yeah. That. Let's go with the Empress then. Alright. Now there's a specific thing for resonant and the playbook, right? That's where the resonants are kept? Yeah. I'm so upset I didn't get it was telephone when the poison sandwich came out. Very disappointed <laughs> in myself. <laughs> Honestly, me too. I, I'm i more disappointed in my, Well, I am disappointed in myself because I should have noticed that these are all songs from the TV show Glee. <laughs> you power through all obstacles to seize the moment for you and your friends. Turn the phantom clock back one hour. Ooh. 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 I got the phantom clock. So, yeah, you, like, you declare that you are a singer and Stellar Stellar appears for, like from within you. And unleashes that shockwave of starlight. Telephone is blasted backwards. The statue falls over. Ben is just kind of like cowered around your feet. Like, holy shit. (laughs) And the walls of the choir room collapse like they weren't held up by anything. They were just made of cardboard. They just fall over. And the four of you find yourselves surrounded by a whole bunch of other teens dressed in black. Looking at you in like really surprised and then one of them just yells oh they're stronger than we thought scatter (laughs) (laughs) 
just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff this show, Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love this show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening. You're listening to loser like me. Loser like me. Loser like me. Thank you for listening to the Loser Like Me Eidolon miniseries, and thank you for your patience in us getting back to you. We had several issues crop up over the holidays, most of them technical, which prevented us from getting these episodes out to you in a timely manner, but now they're coming out. This is going to be a four-episode miniseries, and then once we're finished there, we'll be getting right back into Season 2 of The Glee Project. So, our cast for this miniseries is Anna King, played by Christina, who can be found at Seawoods Art on Blue Sky and the Smoking Wreck formerly known as Twitter, as well as illustrations by Christina.tumblr.com. Lexi Morgenstern was played by Jenna, who can be found at co-host at Eris Lockhart, Tumblr at Discord-Inc., and occasionally streams on Twitch at Eris Lockhart. Dolly Luna is played by Morgan, who can be found as Bodega underscore Batty on Twitter for however long that lasts, Girl Next Vore on Tumblr, Blue Sky, and co-host, and you can also listen to her on Dice Comics, another actual play podcast using the Mask system. And Min Holden is played by Reyna, who is a social media ghost wandering the internet, and maybe someday your paths will cross.